This is your wake-up call. Wake up. You've got to wake up because that enemy of yours, that adversary, the devil, he's roaming about like a roaring lion seeking someone to seize upon and devour. Wake up. Now is not the time to sleep. Now is not the time to slumber. Now is not the time to hope and pray that everything works out. Now is the time to gird up the loins of your mind. Now is the time to be vigilant, to be watchful, to be ready for what comes next. Now is not the time to slumber. Now is not the time to be distracted. Now is not the time. It's not the time. It's not the time because the enemy comes at an opportune time. You must know this and you must believe this. The enemy of your soul comes at an opportune time. Do you know when he comes? He comes when you're asleep, when you're not paying attention. You might be wide awake in the natural, but you're sleeping spiritually. You're not alert. You're not paying attention. You are distracted from the wicked one's maneuvers against you. And that is how he blindsides you. That is how he comes in like a flood because you're not paying attention. You're sleeping. You get a little lazy sometimes. Sometimes we're overwhelmed and we just want to lie in bed and put the covers over our head and say no more. I'm finished. I'm done. It's an opportune time. Wake up because slumbering in this hour is a dangerous heart posture to take. Slumbering in this hour, being lazy in the realm of the spirit is dangerous. This is not a game. When scripture says that the enemy is roaming about like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, that is what scripture means. It was inspired by the Holy Spirit of the living God who wants to warn you, who wants to help you, who wants to keep you out of harm's way. But if you miss the warning, if you're asleep, if you miss the warning, if your mind is numb, if you miss the warning, if you're not paying attention, then you might find yourself with a whole lot of warfare that you wish you didn't have. This is your wake up call. Wake up. It's time to go on the offense. It's time to push back the darkness. It's time to war with the sword of the spirit. It is time. It is high time. You can't wait anymore. Stop allowing the enemy to get an advantage over you by sleeping your way through life. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. This is Jennifer LeClaire, and this is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Guys, I want to let you know that I'm glad to be with you. I'm happy to pray for you. That's why I'm here. I'm here to help you. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to intercede for you. So follow me as I follow Christ and shout out right now. Let me know where you're coming in from. Let me know what city, what nation. And drop those hashtags for me. Hashtag Jennifer LeClaire. Hashtag mornings with the Holy Spirit. Get those hashtags going. Get those comments going. Let's crank this up. Good morning, Tian. Good morning, Anna Maria and, and uh, 
uh, Northport, uh, where are you? Somewhere. I lost you, but you're still here. Amen. You're not lost. You're found. God bless you, D. Curtis. God is so good. He wants to touch you today. He wants to help you today. He wants to open your eyes a little wider today. There's nothing to be afraid of. We don't need to bury our heads in the sand and hope the warfare goes away. The warfare will not go away if we bury our heads in the sand. It doesn't work that way. If we bury our heads in the sand, then we can't see the devil coming up from behind us. And you know what happens then? That's called the blind side. It's the opportune time. We cannot be afraid of the battle we're in. We cannot shrink back. Good morning, Ariana. Good morning, Matthew. Good morning, Jen Marie. God bless you. Kim Chambers. Hallelujah. Tressa Wickman. Tressa Wickman. Tressa Wickman. I just saw a candle. I saw a candle over you. God is about to illuminate some things. He's about to give you some revelation. You've been asking some questions uh, to the Lord, not to anybody else, but to the Lord, between you and him. You've been asking him for some things. You've been seeking him for some things and God is about to reveal some things. He's going to reveal more of himself, more of his heart, more of his word. And you're going to see clearly the path to take in the next season. There will not be any confusion. There will not be any second guessing. You're going to have a clear path, a straight path, a narrow path, and you will walk in it for the glory of the living God who you serve. Come on. God is good. Wake up. Tell your neighbor, wake up. Go ahead and tell your neighbor, wake up. I said, go ahead and tell your neighbor to wake up, wake up, wake up. It's time to wake up. It's time to see things clearly. It's time to see the good and the bad and celebrate the good and deal with the bad. Good morning, Kimberly Dimmick. God bless you. Alana, good morning. Good morning, Lourdes. Good morning. I see you changed your screen name there, Lourdes. You got Lourdes and Anthony now. Amen. Good for you. I'd love to meet your husband. Come on in, Rita. Come on and share this quickly. Share it on your timelines, guys. We got to get started here. We got we haven't even started the official broadcast yet. So please share this quickly. Share it on your timelines. Share it via Twitter. Share it via Messenger. Share it somewhere, guys, quickly. And let's get the word out. I need to see a thousand people on this broadcast today. That's our watermark. That's the bare minimum for us to get started. We want to make sure that you're all helped so you can be restored. You can be healed. You can be made whole. You can be strengthened. That's why I'm here. Amen. We're going to start the official broadcast in literally a couple of minutes. We're going to uh, do the rolling guys, all of the archives. Somebody say all of the archives, all of the archives for this broadcast are on my YouTube channel. That's the only place you're going to find it. YouTube, youtube.com slash Jennifer LeClaire ministries. You can binge listen to me. I promise you, you won't get tired of my voice. I promise. <laughs> well, I can't promise that, can I? You won't get tired of my voice. It's gonna, you're gonna hear my voice in your head at certain times, praying certain things, and you're gonna get strength. I know that because sometimes I hear certain preachers in my head reminding, I, it's like the Holy Spirit reminding me of things that were taught. Let's do this. We're gonna read today from uh we're gonna read today from mornings with the Holy Spirit. Get my computer to cooperate. Mornings with the Holy Spirit, listening daily to the still small voice of God. And these are prophetic words the Holy Spirit spoke to my heart. They were for me, but I'm sharing them with you because I think you can benefit. One word from God can change your whole life. Good morning, Nancy Bonnie. Good morning, Judy Murdy. Good morning, Osin Wieland. Good morning. Where's all my awakening prayer hubs leaders? I need an awakening prayer hub in Morocco. Who knows somebody in Morocco? The Lord bring me an awakening prayer hub from Morocco. 
Lord, please bring me an awakening prayer leader from Morocco. Morocco is on my mind and on my heart. Or bring me an, an awakening prayer leader from Turkey and Syria. These nations devastated by uh, earthquakes that killed thousands of people. God, bring us prayer help leaders in Turkey and in Syria, God, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. We're going to read from mornings with the Holy Spirit. Then we're going to freelance pray. We're going to lift up the name of Jesus. We're going to see what he wants to do, where he wants to take us, how he wants to move. It's always good. Share this quickly, guys. I need you sharing this on your timelines, on Messenger, ping somebody. Do what you got to do to get the word out. We're starting in 30 seconds, and it's going to be good. You're going to be glad that you joined today. You're going to be marveling at what God does in your heart. Listen, you can't come into prayer in the presence of God and not something, something, something's going to change. I said something's going to change. Amen. You might not first discern it, but something's happening. We move from faith to faith, from strength to strength, from glory. Glory to glory. Amen. And we're going to move higher today. We're going somewhere new today. Something's going to be different today than it was yesterday. There's nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing too hard for God. After we freelance pray for a little while, we're going to this. We're going to we're going to get into our topic on the slumbering warriors because some of y'all need help. I've been there. I know what it's like. Some of you need help. Listen, you need to wake up. Go ahead and tell you here, but one more time, wake up, keep dropping those hashtags, keep talking to me throughout the broadcast. You never know what's going to happen. You never know, you never know, you never know, but you know this, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So let's get started. If you shared, say I'm ready. If you've not shared, you're not ready. So quickly share it and let's get rolling. Get my sip of water, get my sip of coffee. Hello, Mildred. Let's do this. Good morning, everyone. Jennifer LeClaire here with you, Senior Leader of the Awakening House of Prayer Global Movement. This is Mornings with the Holy Spirit, pressing in daily to the power and presence of God. Let me just prophesy to you something good is going to happen to you today. Guys, today's broadcast is brought to you by schoolofthespirit.tv. If you've not checked that out, there's literally, gosh, there's like eight years of teaching over there, hundreds and hundreds of courses and classes that are going to help you walk in your prophetic destiny. Don't miss this opportunity to get equipped. Check it out. There's School of Prophecy, School of Prayer, School of Deliverance, School of Spiritual Warfare, School of the Seers, School of the Seers, and many other courses and classes. Christian living, writing courses. It goes on and on and on. Check it out, schoolofthespirit.tv. Guys, I'm coming to you live from South Florida. Our church, Awakening House of Prayer, is here. And I'm there on Sundays preaching, praying, prophesying, and casting out devils. Give me a year of your life and apply the word I'm teaching and watch the transformation. We've got three different services every week. You know the drill. I'm there on Sundays, preaching, praying, prophesying, casting out devils. 10.47 a.m. You can watch online at ahop.online. It's free to register. Go watch. You can chat it up with our moderators. You can also join us for 1.30 South Florida. We're in a series right now on deliverance from family wounds, and it's already getting hot in there. Amen. God is doing and moving and, and, and healing. He's already started to bring awareness. Check that out, schoolofthespirit.tv slash uh, uh, wounds. 
Then you want to go come over to 4 p.m. South Florida. 4 p.m. We're in a series called Nocturnal Warfare. You can watch that online at School of the Spirit tv slash nocturnal warfare but if you're in south florida guys come in person i'm also there on fourth wednesdays doing prophetic training and on friday nights in the prayer room prophesying with my minstrel go ahead and get on over there south florida or watch online you can watch the friday nights on our youtube channel amen god is good i'm going to read to you today from mornings with the holy spirit listening daily to the still small voice of God. And today's devotion is titled, God Truly Understands You. God truly understands you. And here's what I heard the Lord say. Some people won't understand you. In fact, they will misunderstand you. Being misunderstood may cause pain in your soul. But remember that Jesus was misunderstood mistreated and mis uh, and maligned you my friend are in good company father has been misunderstood greatly and many have misjudged his heart for those he created his uh, i too am widely misunderstood and even ignored says the spirit of god when people misunderstand you don't take it to heart we understand you completely and we love you just as you are says the spirit of the living God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit love you. Listen, there's nothing you could ever do to cause the Father, the Son, or the Holy Spirit to stop loving you. They love you. They love you. They love you. Our God loves you. There's nothing that can change that. He'll never love you more, never love you less, and he understands you. It doesn't mean you're always right in the way that you think. It doesn't mean that you're always right in the things that you do, but he understands you. You might not like the way you behave, but he understands you. He understands you. He understands why you do the things you do. And he wants to heal you. He wants to strengthen you. He wants to teach you. He wants to love on you. Isn't he a good God? Come on. Scripture references are in the devotional. Pick up your copy of Mornings with the Holy Spirit on my website at jenniferleclair.org or wherever you find books online. Now, the prayer starter from the devotional. I'm so grateful that I have a comforter who understands and can empathize with my quirks, my weaknesses, and my disappointments. Please help me to lean into you when I feel the pain of being misunderstood so you can comfort me. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Father, we praise you today. We lift up your name. There's no God like you. You are the most high God. These are not just words that we speak, but this is our reality. We serve a God who's like no other. We serve a God who loves us with a passion. We serve a God who leads us and guides us into all truth. So we thank you that you are good, that you are your strong leader. God, you're a strategic leader. You don't fly by the seat of your pants. You know the end from the beginning. You don't have to wonder what you're going to do. You don't have to deliberate it for a month. You don't have to overthink it, strain your mental capacity. You are the all-knowing God. So would you help us, Lord, to lean into you instead of trying to figure everything out on our own? Oh, the disservice that we do to ourselves. We don't lean in to the all-knowing God. Help us, Lord, to stop putting ourselves at a disadvantage by trying to figure everything out on our own. When you are inviting us into your throne room to receive grace and mercy 
Help us, Lord, today to stop leaning on our own understanding when you have invited us to lean into your understanding. Your understanding is infinite. Your wisdom is infinite. Your knowledge is infinite. God, would you help us really get that today? Because so many times we wander around wondering what's going to happen next, anxious about our future, fearful about our present. God, not knowing what decision to make, not knowing which direction to turn, not knowing how to move, what to say, what not to say, where to go, where not to go. We waste so much time we waste so much time trying to figure things out for ourselves or going to other people and asking them what do i do what do i do what do you think i should do what do you think i should do what do you think i should do and lord if we're honest so many times we end up more confused than we were before we started our inquisition we end up more confused because this one told us go down path A. That one over there told us go down path B. This one over there told us to go down path C. We're not even getting congruency in the counsel that we're receiving. <laughs> and we end up more confused. Oh, God, what do I do now? Jesus, help us. You are the wonderful counselor. And we don't just call you the wonderful counselor to flatter you. It's because it's true. You are a wonderful counselor. <laughs> You have the counsel that we need to succeed in every aspect of our life. You have the counsel that will help us gain that promotion on our job front. You have the counsel that will help us restore our marriages. You have the wise counsel that will help us pray effectively unto breakthrough. You have the counsel that leads us into life everlasting. You have the counsel that helps us break free from addictions and bondages, fetters and chains. <laughs> Would you help us, Lord? Because somehow we often neglect to ask you for your counsel. We get a self-help book and we read the self-help book. But the self-help book doesn't help nobody. You're the one who helps us. You are where our help comes from. You are the very present help in time of need. You are the holy helper. So help us, Lord, to remember when we need help to turn to you first. And then if you want us to go to a person, you can say, go talk to Joe. Go talk to Sally. They have the word of the Lord. Because He, I know, Lord, that you do want us to depend on others. To the extent that it's ordained by you. We want to live in the context of community with other people. And you've given us people in our lives who have great wisdom. Like Ahithophel counseled David. And his, his, his counsel was like the oracles of God. You've put people in our lives like that. But yet we must lean into you first. We need to run to the throne and stop running to the phone to call five people to get the wisdom we think we need when you have the wisdom we know we need and pour it out to us liberally you have the wise counsel for how to deal with that crucial conversation you have the wise counsel on how to deal with that prodigal child. you have the wise counsel come on you've got it You've got it. You know what we should do. You know how we should do it. You know when we should do it. You know what we should say and when we should say it. You know where we should sow and where we should go. You know everything. So forgive us for not acknowledging you in all of our ways so that you can direct our paths. 
forgive us for leaving you out of the meeting about our present circumstances and our future plans. Forgive us, Lord, for not including you in the meetings that we have in our mind with ourselves, not going forth and pressing into your heart, understanding that you are so ready, willing, and available to help us, and we just neglect it. So, Father, forgive us and help us. Help us. It's a cry for help. It's a cry for help. It's a cry for help. Help us, God. Because sometimes things seem so urgent and we got to deal with it like immediately. Got to put up this fire immediately. I got to answer this person immediately. I got to go here and see immediately. I've got to. And the urgency of life leads us astray. God, would you help us to stop being led forth by urgency? The world's urgency, the devil's urgency. Would you help us, Lord? Yes, there's an urgency of your spirit, and we want to discern the urgency of your spirit, and we want to respond to the urgency of your spirit. Yes, of course we do, but we don't want to be led by the world's urgency, by our flesh's urgency. We don't want to be led forth by soulish urgency, by carnal urgency. We don't want to be led forth by urgency. I'm going to talk to you right now. I, got, I need you to come here right now. That's not how we want to be led. We want to be led forth by your spirit and by truth. So help us, Lord, because urgency, there's fires, 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 fires. Here's a fire. Here's a fire. And some days, Lord, we feel like we're just like we've got our firefighter suit on with a big water hose and just trying to extinguish the fires. And while we get some progress on this fire to the left, the, pro, the, the fire on the right is raging out of control. And if we don't hurry up, it's going to burn our life down. God, we don't want to live this way anymore. We don't want to live from urgency to urgency. That's not how you have called us to live. Yes, we want to be about our father's business. Yes, we want to work in the day. There's a time coming. We don't make it work. There's darkness coming. Yes, we want to have an urgency about spreading the gospel. Yes, we want to have an urgency about prayer and intercession. Yes, we want to have an urgency in the realm of the spirit. when We see there's warfare coming our way. Yes, but we don't want to be led forth by the world's urgency. You didn't call us to live from urgent to urgent. You called us to live from glory to glory. You didn't call us from urgent to urgent, from fire to fire. You called us to live from faith to faith. You didn't call us to live from urgent to urgent. You called us to live from strength to strength. So help us to get it right, God, because we're tired of the tail wagging the dog. We're tired of our circumstances leading us, making demands on us pressuring us. We're tired of living that way, God. We want to live under your yoke. We don't want to live under the yoke of the world's urgency. We don't want to live under the, the yoke of, of the world's way. We want to live under your yoke, not demonic yokes, not urgent yokes, not people's yokes. We don't want to be people pleasers. We want to be God pleasers. We don't want to live under these yokes of bondage that keep us weighed down, heavy. You told us in your word, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, heavy burdened, and I will give you rest for your souls. For my 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 yoke is easy and my burden is light. These are your words, God. These are your words, Jesus. Your yoke is easy. Your burden is light. So we don't want to live under the burden of urgency. We don't want to live 
under the burden of dependency on other people because cursed is the man who leans on the arm of flesh. We want to lean on your everlasting arm. We want to lean on you. We want to lean on your wisdom. We want to lean on your grace. We want to lean on your mercy. We want to lean on you and everything that you represent, your kindness, your patience, your goodness. We're going to lean on that. We're not leaning on the arm of flesh. We're not going to look around to see what man can do for us. When the man, Jesus Christ, fully, fully God, fully man, he did it all for us. He's done it all. He's done it all. He's done it all. He's done it all. He died on a cross to pay the price for our sins, to secure our eternity and gave us the Holy Spirit a promise to seal our salvation. He's done it all. He's done it all. And he's worthy of our praise. So, Father, thank you. Thank you. We praise you for your son. He had an urgency about completing his assignment. Sometimes he didn't even eat, but that was a divine urgency. That was a demonic urgency. So free us today from all demonic urgency in the name of Jesus. All carnal urgency. Help us to discern the source of the urgency. Help us discern the source of the fire. Why do we have so many fires all the time anyway? <laughs> How does that happen? Why? Why are we running like headless chickens? Chickens with their heads cut off. Every day, all day. It's exhausting. We don't want to live that way. That's not the life you died to give us. You told us in John 10 that the enemy comes, but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. But you came that we might have life in abundance to the full until it overflows and that is our pursuit the life of overflow so that we have more than enough more than enough kindness more than enough peace more than enough grace so we can pour it out on the unbelievers and show them who we really are and demonstrate your kindness and show forth our testimony help us lord to figure this thing out we lean into you you are the all-knowing god there's no one like you, no one who compares to you, no one as worthy as you. You are magnanimous, you're generous, you're awesome. You are the most high God. So we give you all the praise and we bow our hearts to you because you alone are worthy. You alone are holy. You alone are the all-knowing God. You alone, you alone, you alone. So we yield to you and we know that this yielding will produce good fruit in our lives. And we'll wonder, why didn't I ever do that before? But we're not going to look back. We're going to be happy that we finally caught the revelation today. No more driven by urgency. No more seeking counsel from 15 people and false prophets on Facebook, hoping for a word that solves all our problems. But we will live by every word that proceeds out of your mouth. We will still our soul, wait on you, and we know that you will come through for us. Because you never turn your back on us. And you delight in the prayers of the righteous. So we praise you and we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. Come on, share this quickly, guys. We're going higher. Where's all my awakening prayer hubs leaders? Hello, Crystal. I'm so proud of you there in Bermuda. Hello, Luz there in Mexico City. God bless you. I'm so proud of you. Share this quickly. Hello, Tammy Gee there in Georgia. I'm so proud of you. Awakeningprayerhubs.com. Join the movement. Share this quickly. Let me get a sip of water. And we're going forth. Hello, Fabiola. God bless you. God is so good. 
Let's transition. Share this quickly, guys. Share on your timeline. Share it via Messenger. Share it via Twitter. Share it somewhere. I was reading this scripture a few months ago, and I wrote it down because I thought, wow, look at this. Look at this. 1 Samuel 26, verse 7. 1 Samuel 26, verse 7. So David and Abishai went right into Saul's camp. This is when David was on the run in the wilderness with his mighty men. They went right into Saul's camp and found him asleep with his spear stuck in the ground beside his head. Abner and the soldiers were lying asleep around them. God has surely handed your enemy over to you at this time, Abishai whispered to David. Let me pin him to the ground with one thrust of the spear. I won't need to strike twice. And of course, David said, no, I'm not going to touch the Lord's anointed one. God will strike down Saul at some point at the right time. It's going to happen. And David took the spear and the jug of water that were near the king's head. Then he and Abishai got away. Nobody saw them because they were all, scripture says in verse 12, in a deep sleep. They were in a deep sleep. They were in a deep sleep. And then David in verse 14, he shouted to the soldiers and to Abner, the son of Ner, and said, wake up, Abner. And Abner's like, wait, what? Who, who's there? And basically, David said, you haven't guarded your master, the king, when someone came to kill him. They were asleep. Now, in this context, these were enemy soldiers. But here's the reality. There are too many slumbering warriors in the church. And let me just say this to you, beloved. If you don't wake up, you might not be as lucky as Saul. David had integrity. David wasn't a demon. David wasn't a demon. If David had been a demon, he'd have taken Saul out because they were asleep. They were off guard. So we need to wake up because nocturnal warfare is real. And you are most vulnerable to the enemy's plots and plans when you are asleep. If you don't know how to fight that nocturnal warfare. It's time to wake up. I'm not saying stay up all night. I'm saying to be alert in the spirit. Be alert in the spirit. Arise and shine for your light has come. The glory of God has risen upon you. That doesn't happen until you arise and shine. You must arise and shine for the glory to come. You're children of light, children of the day. You're not, you're not of the night or of darkness. So then don't sleep, Paul said. Don't sleep as others do, but keep awake and be sober. There's nothing more troubling to me in this season than a sleeping soldier, a sleeping warrior, one who is falling asleep on their watch. Paul said in Ephesians 5.14, awake, O sleeper. We need to stay awake. Proverbs 20, 13, love not sleep lest you come to poverty. We have to be careful that we're not sleeping in the spirit. I'm not talking about natural sleep. I'm talking about sleeping in the spirit, being lacking sensitivity to the Holy Spirit's warnings 
The Holy Spirit is trying to warn you of the attack that's coming against you so that you can stop it in the spirit before it manifests in the natural. But too many people are walking around half asleep in the natural and the spirit, not getting enough sleep at night. You're not getting enough sleep at night, so you're tired all day, which makes you less alert in the spirit. 1 Peter 5, 8 says, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, roams, roams around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour. Paul said in Ephesians 6, 18, at the end of his discourse on spiritual warfare, he said, to that end, keep alert with all perseverance. And then Peter said in 1 Peter 1, 13, Prepare your minds for action and be sober-minded. And Jesus, of course, said, watch and pray. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, would you forgive us for any way in which we have fallen asleep on our post? Father, forgive us for not making sleep and the natural priority because it weakens us throughout the day. We're not as alert. We're exhausted. Help us. Those of us who continue to stay up too late at night, we pay the price the next day and we don't want to pay that price, God. We want to sleep sweet sleep so we can be refreshed and ready for the battle of the next day because every day presents a new battle. Every day there's another war to fight. We are in a war. We are soldiers in the army of God and we must get our natural rest. So forgive us if we have forsaken natural rest. Forgive us if we have not stayed when we haven't stayed for not staying watchful in the spirit, for not being sober minded. You tell us in your word to keep alert with all perseverance, making supplications for all the saints. We're supposed to watch and pray. You've told us to watch and pray. This is not a suggestion. It is a command. So forgive us for all the times in which we have failed to watch and pray, to stand on our post with an alert mind, watchful eyes, discerning spirits, so that we can push back the darkness trying to come into our lives and our city. Now, Father, we take authority over every slumbering spirit. We break the powers of the slumbering spirit in the name of Jesus. That slumbering spirit will not mark us. It will not invade our hearts, our souls. It will not come against us because we come against it now in the name of Jesus. We stand against that slumbering spirit now in the name of Jesus. We will not succumb to this. We will resist it in the name of Jesus. The world wants to put us to sleep with entertainment. We break that cycle now in the name of Jesus. The world wants to put us to sleep. Just just lies, and lies, and lies, and lies from the media. We break that in the name of Jesus. We ask your Lord to wake us up in the name of Jesus. You tell us in your word, the hour has come for us to wake from sleep. So, Father, wake us up, God, in the name of Jesus. Help us to arise and shine in the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord, to wake up and stay awake to arise from our slumber, to be alert, God. Give us an alert spirit. 
Help us, Lord, to have and give us prophetic intelligence about the fight that we are in. Make us more perceptive. Make us sharp as a, as a sword, God, in the name of Jesus. Make us vigilant, God. Make us watchful, God. Make us wise, God, in the name of Jesus. We need your intelligence, your wisdom, your discernment. It is a gift of the Spirit. So activate that gift in us, God, in the name of Jesus. Quicken us in our mortal flesh. Make us battle ready for every skirmish, every war that we have to fight. Oh God, open our ears so we can hear your instruction for the battle, God. We can't hear you if we're sleeping. We can't see the blueprint if we're sleeping the battle plan. If we're sleeping, God, help us to walk circumspectly, wide awake, eyes wide open. Help us to be fast on the draw in the name of Jesus, heeding the spirit atmospheres on guard but not paranoid on our toes on the ball on the job on the lookout ready 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 wide awake eyes wide open help us so we can hear the alarm catch your signals God in the name of Jesus help us Lord because I know you're trying to warn us and forewarn us you're trying to notify us you're trying to tip us off you're trying to help us to see what is going to happen next and sometimes we are flat asleep we are not understanding. We are not seeing, perceiving, or discerning your warning, and we fall at the hand of the enemy. But I thank you that the righteous fall down seven times, but they get back up again. So we're getting up and we're waking up. We're getting up and we're waking up. We're getting up and we're waking up. We're getting up and we're waking up, and we shall stay awake. We wake ourselves and we'll stay awake. We will stay alert with your help. We will stay on on the on the wall with your help. We will stay watchful with your help. Apart from you, we can't do anything, but we are not apart from you. We are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus even now. And I thank you, Lord, that you have opened our eyes. You have woken us up and we will not go back to sleep in the spirit. We will stay on point, on guard, girding up the loins of our mind because you will help us. You are able to make us stand. So we give you all the praise, all the glory, all the honor. We thank you that you are the glorious, victorious warrior God. You've never lost a battle and you never will. So we will follow you. Stay awake. Stay vigilant. Stay alert. Stay ready. Stay on point. Stay attentive. Stay lively. Stay bright. Be careful. We will do all these things in the name of Jesus for your glory so we can give you praise at the finish line in Jesus name. Amen. And amen. Come on. The enemy loves to attack us when we're asleep in the natural and when we're asleep in the spirit. Listen, you can be a, you can be wide awake, but sleeping in the spirit and you will find more warfare than you want to have because you're an easy target. We don't want to be paranoid. No, we want to be vigilant. We want to gird up the loins of our mind. We want to stay watchful, fellowshipping with the Holy Spirit all the time. Amen. Throughout the day, practicing the presence of God. That is how we want to live. Listen, the enemy loves to attack us in the night while we're physically sleeping. Listen, your spirit, you can get your spirit to the point where your spirit is so strong that your spirit will still receive the warning from the Holy Spirit and your spirit or the Lord, the spirit of the Lord can wake you up before the enemy attacks you in your sleep. He really can. 
Listen, nocturnal warfare is real. And some of you are getting attacked in your sleep. Some of you are being, you don't even know what it is. Some of you wake up exhausted. You don't know why. Listen, there's natural reasons for that, of course. But there's also spiritual reasons. The devil is a liar. He doesn't want you to know about nocturnal warfare. Why? Because he wants you to be ignorant of his devices. Because if you're ignorant to his devices, <laughs> he can keep using the same old tricks on you that he used last time, and the time before that, and the time before that, and the time before that. Nocturnal warfare is real. It's real. And we have to understand that it is real. It's in the Bible. We have to understand why the enemy attacks at night. There's many reasons how the enemy attacks at night. There's many ways. The signs that you're experiencing nocturnal attack, I got 25 of them. Spirits that attack you in darkness so we can bind them by name. How we open the door to nocturnal attacks and breaking, we need to break those nocturnal warfare attacks. Some of you need to get on over there and sign up for this class, schoolofthespirit.tv slash nocturnal warfare. It's going to help you. 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 We have to walk around with our eyes wide open, not half shut, not squinting, half asleep. Listen, check it out if that's going to help you. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash nocturnal warfare. I'm teaching this as we speak, and it's one of the most favorite classes I've taught in a while because it's unexplored territory. I love it because I'm spiritually curious. And when things attack me, listen to me, listen to me. If you're listening, say amen. When things attack me, I like to find out how to defeat that thing so I can teach you so that you don't have to go through the, the, the difficulties that I went through. You can learn from me how to deal with stuff so that either if you're dealing with it, you don't have to keep dealing with it. You can overcome it or you can take a preemptive strike. And come against these things before they have a chance to come against you. Be on the offensive. Be on the offensive. Stay on the offense. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. God is good. So consider going over there and taking that class. It's going to help you. Schoolofthespirit.tv slash nocturnal warfare. Listen, how much is it worth to shut the enemy out of your nighttime hours? I don't, I don't do well without sleep. I do not do well without sleep. And I, I hate to confess that, but my body, I like, I have to, listen, nobody does well without sleep. Did you know that? They say if you sleep less than six hours a night, that's the equivalent of you, uh, and then you drive a car, it's the equivalent of driving drunk. Our bodies need sleep. God designed us that way. God designed, oh, well, I'm a short sleeper. Okay, you go ahead and believe that. That's like less than half of a half a percent of the population can get along without that much sleep. It's a phenomenon that some people do. Oh, well, Elon Musk only sleeps two hours a night. Yeah, you know, whatever. You you really, you, you, you know, you want to be like him? Or you want to be like Jesus? Jesus took a nap in a boat, man. He understood he needed to sleep. <laughs> Jesus took a nap in the boat. He knew he needed to sleep. Amen. So if you're not, if you're getting attacked at night, it's, it's messing up, messing up your, it's messing up so many things in your life. Check that out. School of the Spirit TV slash nocturnal warfare. Jesus, 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 Jesus. 
Jesus, 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 Jesus. Selena Thornton just tagged somebody. Somebody needs to hear that. Jesus took a nap on the boat. Amen. Shabbat shakatan. Keep talking to me, guys. Keep dropping those hashtags. And Jesus took a nap. Hashtag Jesus took a nap. <laughs> and he was fully God, fully man. And he still slept. Now, God in heaven never sleeps or slumbers. Amen. I personally can't take naps. I wake up more tired than when I fell asleep. It takes me an hour to fall asleep. Then it just doesn't work out for me. So I plow through, man. There's other things to do when you feel tired. I exercise. Many people don't realize is I have, I have three days in one day. My first day starts at 3.45 a.m. It runs till about 11.45. My second day starts at 12 o'clock and it runs uh, until 8 o'clock. And then my next day starts at 8 o'clock and goes on till 4 a.m. And so that's my, my day of sleep. <laughs> that's my day of rest. I have seven days of rest every week. Amen. And in the middle, when I get tired, I exercise. And that floods my body with endorphins and uh, feel-good chemicals and it wakes me up and I'm able to, to start day two. Why don't you speak in tongues? That's the question. Somebody's asking, why do you speak in tongues? My question to you is, why don't you speak in tongues? Why don't you speak in tongues? Paul said, I speak in tongues. Paul, the apostle said, I speak in tongues. He said, I'm glad that I speak in tongues. More than all of you. Amen. So my question to you would be, why don't you, speak? if Paul the Apostle spoke, said, I'm glad. Let me give you that scripture. Because I really want to teach, because somebody, somebody's asking a genuine question. I don't think they're being difficult. I think they're asking a serious question. So I want to I give you a serious answer. Find the scripture. Here it is. 1 Corinthians 14, 18. Paul said, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. He is glad about it. And he thanked God. Why did he thank God that he spoke in tongues more than all of you? Why? Because the gift comes from God. He can't, he can't do it apart from the infilling of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So that's why I speak in tongues. Amen. And you should too. It'll edify you. There's, I wrote a book called Tongues of Fire. Many of you have it. Tongues of Fire, 101 Benefits to Praying in the Holy Spirit. Amen. It's so funny how the TikTok audience has superseded the Instagram audience and the Instagram audience. Amen. It's heavenly language. The Instagram audience is much larger. Like I have a lot more followers on Instagram. You TikTokers are hungry for the word of the Lord. I like that. Guys, make sure you're following me on my YouTube channel, please. YouTube.com slash Jennifer LeClaire Ministries. It would really help me put out more content for you. Got a video yesterday on 
loan or a couple of days ago a Lone Ranger profit. Someone said, what's a Lone Ranger profit? Well, what's a Lone Ranger? A Lone Ranger, someone who moves around by themselves. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Where's all my Awakening Prayer Hubs leaders? AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. AwakeningPrayerHubs.com. You know, I'm commissioning intercessors now. We just commissioned a whole bunch of intercessors. I know uh, Luz over there in Mexico, you're, you uh, emailed about the commissioning. So we will get back to you as soon as we can. It's so funny sometimes how God works. He has a good sense of humor, doesn't he? So we're commissioning intercessors. Check it out, awakeningprebs.com. If you want to stand with us, be equipped. Stand together with a family of intercessors. The most important thing is we're after souls, revival, and awakening. That's our vision. Let me just say this. If we don't pray more and more, things are going to get worse and worse. <laughs> if we don't pray more and more, things are going to get worse and worse. We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait until things get worse and worse. Trying to find something for you here. Trying to find something here. Listen, I want to read this to you. This is really important. This, this, this is really critical. If you're listening, say amen. Listen. Listen. It's called First They Came. Now, this, this, this is in relation to the prayer movement. Listen. First, they came for the communists, and I did not speak out because I was not a communist. Then they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists, and I did not speak out because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews, and I did not speak out because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. So you could take that same notion and say, first they came for the communists, but I didn't pray because I wasn't a communist. Then they came for the socialists, but I did not pray because I was not a socialist. Then they came for the trade unionists. I did not pray because I was not a trade unionist. Then they came for the Jews. I did not pray because I was not a Jew. Then they came for me, but there was no one left to pray for me. Listen, you might not think there's any need to be part of a prayer movement where we're standing for souls, awakening revival. But do you have people in your family who aren't saved? Wouldn't you like it if they got saved? You interceding for other people's souls, sometimes call, God will then raise up somebody to pray for that person to, in your family to get saved or send a laborer in their path to speak, to speak the gospel. You might think, oh, it's so terrible. All these, uh, you know, these her earthquakes in Turkey and Syria. You might think it's just terrible. All these shootings in, in California. Oh, that's terrible. Right. But you don't realize if you don't start praying, those same things will start happening in your city sooner or later, because this is a spirit of violence that is roaming around the earth. Nobody is immune to this. Understand no city in the earth is immune to, to fire, floods, earthquakes. Violence in the streets, abortions. And I'm, I'm very, very concerned for the body of Christ. And I mean, I really am, because it seems like. You know, too few people want to pray or they might want to pray for themselves, but they don't want to pray 
for other people. And if we don't start getting about our, our father's business in prayer, I fear for what's going to happen in the earth next. You know, some things just have to be so. You know, some things are just end times realities, but some things are purely demonic and we don't have to put up with it, but we keep putting up with it. And then we cry after the tragedy happens, but we could have stopped the tragedy. And we just see so many Christians. It's, it's true that in the end times, Paul said people be lovers of self. In other words, they'd be selfish. And I'm so grateful that I'm talking to people today, you know, that you're not selfish. If you listen to this broadcast, I know you want to make a difference with your life. I know you want to make, listen, eternity is a long time, man. It's a long time. It's not a few years. It's not a few hundred years. It's forever. And what we do in this earth impacts our eternal rewards and our eternal existence. So it just, it doesn't make any sense to me. Why? You know, I'm not saying you should join our movement, but you should be at least praying. And we make it so easy at Awakening Prayer Hub. We train you. We bring you into a company of family of intercessors. And we press in together. You don't have to pray alone. Somebody got there praying alone. You don't have to pray alone. I want to challenge some of you today to join Awakening Prayer Hubs. I mean, I really want to lay down a challenge for you to join Awakening Prayer Hubs. So many of you come on the broadcast every day. Pray for me. Pray for me. Pray for me. You know what? I'm praying for you. But why don't you decide to pray for somebody else? Because when you do that, you get your mind off yourself and off your problem. And you're being a solutionist in someone else's life. And God will move on your behalf. We have to get this selfishness out of our out of our hearts. So it's pray for me, pray for me, pray for me, pray for me. Do for me, give to me, all of that. And we have to be about our father's business. Jesus gave everything. And Jesus is still sitting in heavenly places praying. You get so much when you join Awakening Prayer Hubs. I mean, I pour my whole life into this, guys. And then some people, you know, they just don't get it. They don't get it. They don't get it. They think it's all about them. I do so much for you because I want you to do for your city. I want you to stand for your city. I want you to stand for your nation. Amen. We need a, we, we're still missing states in the U.S. We're in 63, 64 nations right now. But we need to see prayer in every nation of the earth. And so I'm praying every day. I'm praying for a prayer in Morocco. We had a lady in Turkey, but she turned out to have a very Jezebelic spirit, very controlling, uh, very wicked and very nasty toward us. And so we had to cut that off. We had to cut that loose, you know, because people come in and they want to control. They want to take over. That's what Jezebel does. So we need a new prayer leader in Turkey. We need a prayer leader in Syria. We need more prayer leaders in Europe. I'm grateful for these men of God. Like C.J. Wallace. Guys, go over there to awakeningprobes.com. The, the minimum is for you to pray for your city for one month, one hour a month. If you can't pray for your city, I don't mean to be cantankerous, but if you can't pray for your city one hour a month, there's something wrong with your walk with God. There's something wrong somewhere. If you can't fulfill what scripture says to pray without ceasing, to watch and pray, to pray for those in authority, if you can't obey those scriptures, I mean... <laughs> Then you're just being, you know, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be rude, but you're being rebellious. This is what we're supposed to be doing. And at the minimum, we just say, pray for your city one hour a month. And we have people that will pray with you. So we're mobilizing, equipping, and that's why I don't get it. We, we have to break this selfish spirit off the body of Christ. It's just getting worse. It's just getting worse. And when you join, you get all sorts of benefits. We have the inner healing track. 
We have the uh, cause-based hubs. We have the prayer discipleship. We have the daily prayer covering, access to leadership training, Q&As, family meetings, connecting with the family of intercessors, monthly prayer themes with prayer points to make it so easy for you. You get equipped to pray for nations. You watch weekly live teachings. You get on the map, get an email address, access the firewall, get social media banners, gain wisdom from regional leaders, a private Facebook group, prayer activations. I mean, my Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to incentivize you at great personal cost to pray for your city. I'm like giving you all this stuff to try to, you know, incentivize you to pray. You really shouldn't need all that. You should just be willing to pray for your city. Really? You really shouldn't need all that. But, you know, I'm trying to just say, please, please, please pray for your city. So I want to challenge you to get on over there and check it out. And if God's not calling you to do it, don't do it. You'll get a free ebook just for going over there and checking it out. You'll see a pop-up and you'll fill out that, that uh, message there. I'm really passionate about this. We need, we need more prayers in Africa and more in Asia, more in Europe. And if we don't start praying, man, eventually they're going to come for us. We'll have religious liberty. We'll be like Daniel, you know, defying the natural law to pray three times a day. People are going to get put. I mean, things are getting darker out there. I'm telling you. For some of you have been hearing me say this. You never heard me say all these things before because I've never been so bold. Never been so bold as this. But some of you have been hearing me talk about prayer hubs for, for almost six years. And you know the Lord's telling you to do it, but you're not doing it. Others of you, you're not called to do it, but you are still called to pray. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. And I'm so sorry that more of you are concerned about letting everybody know that it's your birthday than you are in listening to me talk about prayer. And that's the exact thing I'm talking about. That's just selfishness. I mean, really. Guys, I love you. Have a breakthrough day.